Are you working hard to keep yourself limited and playing small? Is that working for you? If not, would you like to be changing that now? What if the key to activating your wealth was in the willingness to embody the abundance of possibilities you are? Would you choose it? Join in the conversation now on Living Well with your host, Keisha Clark, and receive tools and facilitation to clear the points of view that keep you stuck in limitation to begin choosing your abundance and living well right now. <laughs> good morning, good afternoon, good evening, wherever you are in this great, big, gorgeous, wonderful, yummy world. Hello and welcome to Living Well here on A2Zen.fm. I am your host, Keisha Clark, and... Wow, for the next 55-ish minutes or so, you're quite possibly living well empowerment agent. What the heck is that, you might be saying? Hmm, it's a myriad of things. Today, it might just be a potential facilitator or a question asker or someone who just, you know, irritates you enough that you change something that you're doing with your life or that you change the station and that's okay too. <laughs> I'm willing to be here and be whatever you require for the next 55-ish minutes or so. And what would you like to be today? What would you like to have today? What would you like to create today? What would you like to choose today? Because today we are actually playing with some very cool things called words. <laughs> you might have heard of them. <laughs> you might have even played with them a time or two. So interesting thing about words, and I'm going to dive right in. So words can make things a little easier to work with for many of us embodied beings, and words can be powerful and be powerfully creating. Words can also crucify and destroy. So what are your words creating? Do they mean what you think they mean? Funny thing is, Words have been around for a pretty long time, and many of them have been modified or changed altogether over the centuries, and we take them in totally different contexts when we're in totally different time periods. So, yeah, everything has kind of changed about a lot of the words, including how they're applied. So what are words for? And what are you creating with your words? And what are you aware of? Yeah. So good morning, everybody, <laughs> wherever you are in the world, whatever point in the day this is. Thank you for showing up and playing with us and with me. And whether you're in the chat room or listening live or listening in the future, today for this moment, it is April the 8th, <laughs> 2016. Oh, my goodness. And... Wow, if you have not joined us in the chat room already and you would like to, all you need to do is look near the top of your screen for that red bar. Chat room will be one of your options. If you click on that, you can join us live and you can submit your questions and your feedback that way. It's kind of like getting to play backstage with us. And the conversations we have in the chat room are always fun and fantastic. And we always have the coolest people in the chat room. <laughs> And if you at some point have a nudge and you want to call in and ask your question live on the show, you can do that by looking near at really at the top of your screen. Right about in the middle of it is a set of phone numbers. Uh, there's one for the U.S., there's one for the U.K., and there's one for Canada. And you can also Skype us if none of those options really work for you at a2zen.fm. And wow, what else is possible 
with words. So all of the, wow, this is really interesting. There's been a, when this topic popped for me to do, it was about three weeks ago now, and there was all of this energy around, yes, let's play with words. And what's interesting is I'm aware that over the last three weeks, of course, I've been saying a lot of words myself, <laughs> having a lot of conversations. You might have been privy to some of those because I've gotten to have conversations with some really awesome peeps like my sister goddess Rhonda Burns and Miss Charlinda Bird and playing with uh, some of our other hosts for a few minutes on their shows respectively and all kinds of fun conversations. Um, and as this three weeks has, has passed, the energy around this show has gotten bigger and at the same time it's gotten really um, kind of mysterious, kind of like a little bit foggy, a little bit, mm, I, don't, I don't quite know what that word would be. Um, so interesting thing we do with words. I wonder if that is part of the metaphor or the illustration of what we do with words and how that is really a part of the way we relate to our awareness or in some cases we don't relate to our awareness. <laughs> oh, that's kind of an interesting. <laughs> okay, that kind of resonates for me. <laughs> I don't know about anybody else. And um, if nothing I say on my show today really resonates for you, just know that it's quite possible that this topic popped just for me today. <laughs> so if you'll just humor me for a little bit, <laughs> there might be one little nugget you can take with you. Um, or what if there's more? So, yeah, what are you creating with your words? Have you even stopped to play with that, to look at that, to be um, acknowledging that? And what words do you love to say? What words do you say most often sort of by default? You know, what are your go-to words? And what are the words you say without thinking about it? You know, do you have those phrases like a lot of people say, I'm sick and tired, and those are very interesting words. Um, a lot of people I hear, things I notice that people say is, oh, that breaks my heart, or oh, I'm just sick of it, oh, it just makes me sick. And I, so I notice sometimes where people are doing that. And I also notice where um, people are saying, I'm loving me. And people are saying, I deserve this. And people are saying, I'm worth this. Um, and it's really interesting what I notice when people are saying these things the way the energy moves when they say those things. Um, so that's what I want to play with today is what are we creating with our words? Are you acknowledging the spellcaster you truly be with the words you have the capacities to be saying? Do you acknowledge that you can be speaking creation into this dimension? Yeah. I, know, I love that word too. <laughs> are you willing to be a spellcaster of magnitude. And everywhere you've associated that word or that title with something awful that will absolutely end up in your ruin or in you being hunted down and dismembered, wow, would you be willing to let go of everything that sticks you around that word and everything that that word could be offering you? Yeah, because what is a spell? What is a spell, really? It doesn't have to be something that is enforced upon you. So that might be our first word we play with, casting the spell. And so if you, um, 
if you play with any songs or a theater, you might have seen or heard several, perhaps several hundred <laughs> different um, interpretations of our life being called a spell, a, a spell that we are under. And that the afterlife is really the place where we have more clarity and more power and the part that really matters. And isn't that interesting that for many people, um, a spell is something to be avoided. And yet, when you pray, what are you doing? When you, if, if for those of you who pray affirmatively, using affirmative prayer, which I know is a part of a number of belief structures, um, when you're using affirmative prayer, what are you doing? You are invoking the power. You are asking on behalf of, and you are speaking your desire to the Almighty and into the world. So what are you creating? And what if you could be the spellcaster of magnitude that actually demystifies the illusion and actually empowers people to create more in their life and actually be able to communicate with ease? And that, my friends, is something that we seem to have our moments with and then in other times we we don't seem to be doing all that great some days <laughs> with our communication and I'm certainly a, a member of that group. I have days and conversations that it just seems to flow so easily and we're kind of like tuned in on multiple levels of our awareness and our being and then I have other conversations that I'm just like can this person even hear me? Why can't I hear them? Um, are we speaking the same language? <laughs> Have you ever had any of those conversations? <laughs> yeah. And so, so really, it doesn't have to be, this is not about making the words completely significant to determining everything. It's really more about, I'm inviting you to play with your awareness of what your words are creating. And I'm a kind of a word nerd. I, I, I geek out on, you know, looking up the etymology of words, playing with the energies of words, because a lot of the work that I do actually involves looking at the energy that words have played a part in creating in people's bodies and in their lives. So this is something that just fascinates me. Um, and I think it's kind of funny. <laughs> One of my favorite words... <laughs> If it's tech, I don't know if it's technically a word. I think it actually is in the dictionary now, in the uh, Merriam-Webster's. But one of the favorite words that I have that I love to play with is woo, W-O-O. -O. <laughs> and something that I'm becoming more aware of here just recently is really woo is kind of what I do. And I know that for a lot of people that word is like, oh, side of the cross, you know, put up the hand, <laughs> do not talk to me. And what I also know is the energy or really just the the fact that we can speak words and create um, a physical creation with our words, such as what I was just talking about, the way people create different patterns in their bodies with the words and the points of view they're using. That, how does it get any more woo than that, people? <laughs> I mean, really. 
So, so I can be aware of the woo. You don't have to. I can acknowledge it. You don't necessarily have to. It's not required. I'm just aware of it. I see it. I hear it. I perceive it. I notice it. And I play with it. And it's part of what I work with. And it's just part of who I be. And I'm okay with that. It doesn't scare me. I haven't made it significant. And I haven't made it mean that I'm airy-fairy and ridiculous. And if other people have that point of view about the word woo or about what I do, (laughs) that's okay. I can be an allowance of that. And I can know that perhaps that is not a person I want to try to have a conversation with. It would be more likely that we wouldn't really hear each other. We wouldn't really be present with each other. So... (laughs) I love that. What can woo do for you? Thank you, Rhonda. (laughs) Yes, I've been playing with taglines. It's kind of like I'm coming out of the woo closet, and I'm just going to call it what it is. And so as I'm creating a new um, website with this new collaborative venture that I have with my amazing sister goddess, Rhonda, and some of you might have heard heard us talk about that. We will mention that here later in the show. I'm just getting more of the awareness and I'm choosing to acknowledge it more and really be present with it that what I do naturally, organically, what occurs for me um, to many people is what they would call woo or wacky or that crazy airy stuff. And so it's really okay with me however it lands for people. Um, And for a long time, I was letting that word stop me and I was trying to look at how do I fit my woo or the the organic work I do into the mainstream world. And that's another interesting word, the mainstream. So how many of you are trying to fit everything you are into one word so that you can actually fit into an acceptable conversation? or an allowable conversation. Wow. Yeah. (laughs) How many of us put ourselves through those paces? And so I'm going to ask you, how's that working for you? Yeah. Where do you feel the tension in your body in this moment, if you feel that, if you notice that? What particular part of your life comes into your awareness And I wonder if that might be a little flag for you to to find some information there and have more awareness. So, yeah, I'm okay with woo. And that's a word that I'm loving to play with. (laughs) And I'm, I'm always just fascinated by the way people respond to it. So it's kind of fun for me. And I'm not asking any of you to be woo just for the sake of being woo. I'm just inviting you to consider you might be a little more woo than you're acknowledging. And what if that's okay? And I'm also going to ask you, what could you allow your woo to empower you to do? (laughs) Or be that you maybe have not been acknowledging and allowing that to happen. So how could your woo work for you? And you never have to come out of the woo closet if you don't want to. Or, you could allow your spellcasting superpowers to kick in and you could speak in the conversations accordingly to whatever group you're, you're playing with. You could speak your woo in the words that are understood and in ways that are understood and, and received by people and you can know you're creating magic and nobody else has to know that. 
What if nobody else has to agree with your words, with your magic? What if you could still be willing to create it? What if you could still be willing to speak it into the world? And what if you didn't have to change you? What if you didn't have to mutate yourself to do that? Yeah. (laughs) Yay, I like your woo too, Christine. (laughs) Yeah. So what if words are just the things we could play with? What if we could just allow them to be the things we play with? And when we find certain ways that we use them to work really well, we go, cool, look what that creates. And when we find the ways that we use them are not working really well, what if we could go, cool, look what that creates. And now I'm going to choose to use different words. Or now I'm going to choose to use a different context of the word. Or now I'm going to use a new word. Yeah. And how aware are we of the energies of the words we're speaking? I notice a lot of, oh gosh, I might sound a little old here, but a lot of young people... I notice, um, and of course this happened with my generation too, it's like there's this phase we enter and it's almost, it's kind of this sort of weird rite of passage sort of thing we do that we kind of modify the language so that we get to have our code, you know. And the interesting thing about that is that it's very easy for words, for the application of words to be really different than what the energy of them actually is. And I say that to really bring out the point that we have far more awareness of the energy of things than what many of us acknowledge. So what I see a lot of people doing is using a languaging that really kind of works to create obstacles for them. Now, I've been a master at this. <laughs> so perhaps that's part of how I can how I kind of notice it. I sort of have a radar for that. And Um, what if that too is a part of our coming into more awareness is we go through those phases where we're using our language not necessarily in a way that empowers us and not necessarily in a way that um, creates ease for us. It actually, we're speaking our words in a way that creates obstacles that is bringing into our physical world more of what we really aren't desiring rather than what we are desiring. And, Part of what I'm aware of with the whole coming into the coming of age kind of thing is that's that is part of that let's play with this. Now it it's not really applied in that way. It's not really for for many of our teens, myself included, uh, the last few years of my high school, really many of my schooling years were quite challenging for a number of reasons and conditions. And I did not have the greatest time in school. And high school was was a bit brutal in certain ways. And there, there was a lot of languaging that I was using as well as that was popular in the, the songs and the arts and the media of the time and that my teachers were using. And so a couple of things with that. How aware are we of what's going on in everyone else's universe, even at the age of 14, even at the age of two, even at the age of five minutes old, okay, five minutes of being in our bodies? How aware are we of the 
wrinkles and the constriction and the confliction going on in so many people's universes and how equipped are we in those moments to be able to be with what is what our awareness is and what our energy is and for most of us we're really not so there is sort of this natural thing that occurs as a you know relative to that that we kind of have to find what works for us and it's not always comfortable and it's not always pretty and we don't always go through it very gracefully i certainly did not go through it very gracefully <laughs> and what i take from that and what i choose to still take from that is the gift of wow are you aware of what was going on and and i continue to acknowledge um, things that were happening that at that point in my life were definitely having impact on what I was choosing and who I was being. And I, in part of the work that I do of my own, the processing that I do of my own work for me is I choose when I have awarenesses of those moments to do the work to dismantle the energies, to destroy and uncreate the energies, to release the energies that are that I've kind of held on to from those moments. So, wow, there's this is really interesting. This is going in a place, of course, that I could not have imagined we would go. And how cool is that? Yeah, and so where can you be letting go of? Where can you be destroying and uncreating? Where can you be releasing? Where can you be dismantling and totally allowing the energies that have stuck you to dissipate and to release and to allow yourself to no longer be at the effect of what words have created throughout your lifetime, your words or someone else's. So, yeah. So as we go into the break, I just I invite you to be with that. And if you have something that comes into your awareness, um, we're going to play with some more things after we get back from the break. And if you would like to come into the chat room or call us live and you want to work with uh, some of your words or some of the words that have stuck you, I would be honored to get to play with you. And um, if not, and you just have that awareness, just be with that awareness. And I wonder what words we can be playing with in the next segment to create something different and perhaps more ease for all of us, collectively and respectively. You're listening to Living Well here on A2Zen.fm. I am Keisha Clark, your host, and we're playing with words, and we will do more of that right after these messages. <laughs> Have you begun to ask yourself what you truly desire to create in your life? What if you being willing to embody abundant living was the key to your wealth and to creating greater in your life? And what if that could also be the invitation for more people to be willing to embody abundant living? Would that be a contribution to you and your body and to other people and their bodies? And might that also create more in the future? Join Keisha Clark Empowerment Agent and the host of Living Well Radio Show to discover, uncover, and crack open the wealth of possibilities you are every Friday at 11 a.m. Eastern Time, 10 a.m. Central, 9 a.m. Mountain, and 8 a.m. Pacific on A2Zen.fm. What if there's nothing wrong with you? What if you're far greater than you've ever given yourself credit for? What if it's time to know the gift and the contribution you are to the world? and to like yourself a lot more. Hi, my name is Dane here. 13 years ago, I started to truly ask questions. Actually, I started to be the question, and everything changed for me. 
Asking questions opens doors to infinite possibilities. And it's not about finding the answer. It's about being the question. Always. What I'm inviting you to step into is something that Einstein, Marie Curie, Newton, Da Vinci, Gandhi, Picasso, and Aristotle all knew to be true. What if no question is too big or too small? What if anything is possible for you? What if together we could create a kinder, gentler, happier world? Is now the time? Go to beingyouclass.com and sign up for a free video series, My Gift to You. beingyouclass.com What if you, truly being you, are the gift and change this world requires? beingyouclass.com How much of your life are you truly living? Are you creating your life in celebration of your strengths and capabilities? What would your life be like if you were choosing the abundance of possibilities of you now? Connect with Keisha Clark, your Living Well Empowerment Agent now for a different perspective on creating the life you truly desire to be living. Call in with your questions in the U.S. 815-880-8255 In Canada, at 613-800-8736 in the UK at 033-0001-0625 by Skype at a2zen.fm or by emailing Keisha at livingwellnow at gmail.com Now back to our show. <laughs> Welcome back to Living Well here on a2zen.fm I am your host, Keisha Clark, and today we are playing with words. What are words for? And some of you might have actually caught the uh, little tag of the the song from uh, a band called Missing Persons. I believe they were an 80s band, so I might be dating myself <laughs> or not because, <laughs> you know, music applies in pretty much any era that we're in. Uh, if it appeals to you, so it doesn't really have to be significant, does it? Um, but I loved, I loved that song, um, and it really is asking, what are words for when no one listens anymore? And so, how are our listening skills? How are we at receiving words? How are we at receiving the energy of words? How are you doing with that? And are you like one of these folks that are super aware? of the energy underneath the words that people are saying when they're speaking them? And do you catch when people say a word that they're meaning something different than what the word actually is about? Um, I believe the word for that is a malapropism. <laughs> so I've, I've done a number of those, um, even a few on my shows. <laughs> so it's kind of interesting. I'm like, oh, I totally did not use the right word when I was talking about that. Huh, isn't that interesting? So... And what if we don't make any of it wrong? What if, again, it's just about awareness and information? And what else could you be acknowledging now? Um, so one of the words, I, I want to kind of jump into some specific words that I hear people using a lot. And I used to use some of these words um, myself. And as I have played with all of this beautiful adventure of these last couple of years in my life, some of these things have come have been brought to my attention, really. So one of the words that I hear a lot is manifest and manifestation. <laughs> and I'm, I find that interesting because uh, the way I hear people use it is um, they'll, they seem to use it as, as a verb. Um, now, it, it does have a context of, it has a verb tense to it. 
Um, but I'm going to read. I've of course gone into the online etymology dictionary, and well, that was interesting. Um, okay, weird, weird technical things. So I'm looking at the word manifestation first, and as a noun, it says action of manifesting, exhibition, demonstration. And from late Latin, oh, this was from in the early 15th century, by the way, from uh, late Latin is a word that is a little challenging for me to pronounce. Let's see, manifestationonum, stationionum. Oh, of course, that would be the Latin context. <laughs> you just add unum or onum or eonum or idus, and it sounds Latin, right? <laughs> and I'm kidding, of course, because that makes me giggle. Um, okay, so it is a noun of action from the past participle stem of the Latin manifestare, oh, well, there's another one, um, meaning an object, action, or presence by which something is made manifest is a phrase from 1785. And the spiritualism sense is from somewhere around the mid-1800s. So then if we go to the word manifest, let me pull that up, and this was interesting. <laughs> and my online dictionary hamsters are moving very slow. Okay, so manifest in a verb text, uh, tense, sorry, from the late 14th century to spread, in the case of, for example, one's fame, uh, to show plainly from the word manifest as an adjective or else from Latin manifestare, to discover, disclose, or betray. To display by actions is another form, and to reveal as in operation is another form. Now, as a noun, it was referring more to things like a ship's cargo, a public declaration, um, and that is from around the 1600s uh, French and earlier English in around the 1560s. And then as an adjective in the late 14th centuries, um, clearly revealed is one of the applications from Old French word manifest, meaning evident or palpable, um, or directly from the Latin manifestus, meaning plainly apprehensible, clear, apparent, or evident. So it's very interesting, <laughs> this word manifest, um, from from the early energies that that this word was created, um, it's very interesting that we use it now to really talk about or, or refer to something we're creating. And, and we use it a lot as a verb. I notice a lot of people use it as a verb, as though they're going to, to manifest something. And yet, it gets a little tangly up for me with a the way a lot of people use it. The energy doesn't really line up. So they're like uh, saying how they would like to manifest something in their life. I mean, I want to manifest more money, okay, is a, is a popular thing a lot of people say. I want to manifest my dream home. I want to manifest this. I want to manifest that, blah, blah, blah. Do you get the kind of sideways energy as I'm saying that? And if you don't, that's really okay. This is not a right or wrong question. You won't be tested at the end of the show. <laughs> but do you get that when people oftentimes are using the word manifest in that way, so, for example, I want to manifest more money in my life. I want to manifest my outrageous income, okay? 
the way that word is applied and the energy of the word for me don't quite resonate together. So for me, there's a built-in obstacle already occurring. So when I hear people say the phrase, I want to manifest, and then fill in the blank, and in this case we're using money as an example. I think a lot of us could probably relate to that. Yes, what your desire is, is for more money to be showing up in your life. Yes. What your desire is, is to be having more financial freedom, more money flows, greater financial acuity in your life. Okay. So that's an interesting word, isn't it? (laughs) And so what if we played with a different word? What if the energy of manifest is really about how something shows up in the way that many people are actually using it? And what if that's part of what we're aware of, is we're perceiving manifest isn't quite the best verb to use in that place, in those sentences, or in in that statement. So what if you played with, I desire to be receiving more money? What would it take to be receiving more money in my life? What would it take for more money to show up in my life with total ease? What, um, and for many of you who play with the tools of access consciousness, you could be using uh, the energy space and consciousness questions. What energy space and consciousness can I and my body be to be receiving money Let's see, what is, wow. So it's like to be receiving outrageous amounts of money with total ease. And and part of where I believe that outrageous amounts just came from, my awareness is that so many of us, we cannot fathom outrageous amounts of money. And subconsciously or unconsciously, oftentimes when we're putting our require, our desire into the world, we're actually putting it through the filter of the energy that we're using to limit Okay, so what else is possible to play with the words? That's really what I'm playing with. So all of you who have been using the word manifest, everywhere you just went into me telling you you were doing something wrong, (laughs) could you please hear me now, come back into your body, hear me now, hear me now, hear me now, listen to me later. (laughs) I think that was a Saturday Night Live skit (laughs) from years ago. Yeah. So, and we have a question about the filters. Cool, I'll come right back to that. Um, So yeah, so everywhere you're making yourself wrong for the words you're using, please know that is not what's going on. Please know that is not how I'm delivering or offering this. And please choose beyond that. Awesome. You rock. Thank you. Okay, now uh, we've got a question about the filters. Yeah, so how are we willing to be aware of how we're using our words to create those those obstacles, that, that energy that actually is conflictual to what we're speaking into the world, what we say we desire. So for a lot of us, we might be saying, or we may be acknowledging, we actually have the desire to have a playmate. And what are we asking for firstly? Let's look at that. Are you asking for a playmate? Are you asking for a relationship? Are you asking for a lover? Are you asking for a partner? Are you asking for a friend to have coffee with? Okay, so firstly, in in my interesting point of view and the way I work is, what is the desire 
So would you be willing to let yourself know cognitively and beyond what you truly desire and play with those words? And a way you could do that would be, okay, so you, you have this awareness that you want company, essentially. So does your body want someone to play with? Does your body want a buddy that they can jump into bed with? And if that is light for you, any of you listening, would you be willing to ask some questions if you notice you have resistance to that? So if your body is desiring someone that they can play with in a very physical way, for example, what points of view do you have that pop up (laughs) that might put limitations or conditions on that desire? Okay. So firstly, it's about having awareness of what do you desire. So if if it's not just, let's say, because for some of you that's a little different way to phrase that. So for some of you, if you have the awareness or when you have the awareness, okay, I would really like someone to spend some time with and I would really like the possibility of having physical relationship with them. That would be a great place to begin asking questions. Okay, so what could that be like? And allow your body to show you that information and allow the universe to show you that information. Okay? Now, when you begin to ask the questions for this to be created in your life, as you're asking the questions, notice if you have a charge when you're asking your questions. And what that is, in in my experience, is those are places where we put these kind of um, energetic, because I don't have a better word for it at this moment, filters on our processes of how we ask and consequently how we create. And so we may be asking the question, but then we're trying to ask that question through the energy of these, um, what I would call filters, that seem to, in many cases, actually work more as obstruction to the energy of our questions, okay? And if that, if you need a little more, if you want more clarity, if if I'm saying something in a way that's not landing, let me know that, um, person in the chat room. And so that's something to be aware of. And that is part of, for me, where and, and what gives rise to me playing with looking at the energy of the words. What words are we choosing to to construct the questions we're asking and what is the energy that those words are creating? Okay? And that's really what this is about. What are words for? Are the words that we have just so that we can say, uh, what do you want for dinner? You know, or, oh, what a beautiful day. Or, um, hey, I think I'll have coffee with this person now. Or, you know, words can be so amazing if we're willing to allow that to be a part of our everyday adventure and really where we are in this point in our story collectively and respectively i see so many of us not in a happy place with what we have created and so what i'm inviting you to is rather than choosing judgment of what you've created what if you could instead be willing to choose new words and be with your awareness? Now, this can be a really tall request for a lot of people. It can be a really 
difficult request for a lot of people, even though it sounds perhaps kind of simple to some of us. The, the choice to begin to be more aware of ourselves and what we are capable of can be really uncomfortable. And that's where people like me come in. People who are fully willing and capable of being present with those who are ready to have change in their lives and who are willing and capable of asking for assistance when we are ready to change our lives. It, it's a, there is no fixed position required. There is no absolute that, that really stays in place for longer than <laughs> a few moments. So, so what if you could be willing to look at what it is that you have created and allow the awareness to be really up for you of how you created that not that you have to break it down and solve a mystery, just to have awareness of, oh, and it could be as simple as asking, okay, universe, body, show me the energy, show me the words I'm using that no longer apply for us. So show me the words and show me the energies to create the life I truly desire would be another thing you could ask. So, Energy is a little bit all over the place, totally okay. When we, when we tap into these bubbles, please know this is not uncommon. So if you feel all of this energy that feels like chaos, if you perceive this really like energy that's darting all over the place, or if you perceive yourself trying to check out, if you perceive yourself like if your eyelids are getting heavy, <laughs> just know this is a part of what can happen when we are beginning to tap into the choosing more of us. And Lily will come over here and also give us a few words of her wisdom <laughs> and move some energy for us. Yeah. So we're going to have a little break, and I invite you to just be present as much as you are able with the energies that are moving for you, with whatever we've brought up and stirred up consciously, unconsciously, cognitively, beyond cognitively, and just let yourself be with that. We're going to have a few minutes here. Keep breathing. And when we come back, we will play with some more tools, some more words, and tap into some more possibilities. You're listening to Living Well here on A2Zen.fm. I am Keisha Clark, and I'm looking forward to seeing you again in just a few moments. <laughs> have you begun to ask yourself what you truly desire to create in your life what if you being willing to embody abundant living was the key to your wealth and to creating greater in your life and what if that could also be the invitation for more people to be willing to embody abundant living would that be a contribution to you and your body and to other people and their bodies and might that also create more in the future Join Keisha Clark Empowerment Agent and the host of Living Well Radio Show to discover, uncover, and crack open the wealth of possibilities you are every Friday at 11 a.m. Eastern Time, 10 a.m. Central, 9 a.m. Mountain, and 8 a.m. Pacific on A2Zen.fm. What if there's nothing wrong with you? What if you're far greater than you've ever given yourself credit for? What if it's time to know the gift and the contribution you are to the world? and to like yourself a lot more. Hi, my name is Dane here. 13 years ago, I started to truly ask questions. Actually, I started to be the question, and everything changed for me. 
Asking questions opens doors to infinite possibilities. And it's not about finding the answer. It's about being the question. Always. What I'm inviting you to step into is something that Einstein, Marie Curie, Newton, Da Vinci, Gandhi, Picasso, and Aristotle all knew to be true. What if no question is too big or too small? What if anything is possible for you? What if together we could create a kinder, gentler, happier world? Is now the time? Go to beingyouclass.com and sign up for a free video series, My Gift to You. beingyouclass.com What if you, truly being you, are the gift and change this world requires? beingyouclass.com How much of your life are you truly living? Are you creating your life in celebration of your strengths and capabilities? What would your life be like if you were choosing the abundance of possibilities of you now? Connect with Keisha Clark, your Living Well Empowerment Agent now for a different perspective on creating the life you truly desire to be living. Call in with your questions in the U.S. 815-880-8255 in Canada at 613-800-8736 in the UK at 033-0001-0625 by Skype at a2zen.fm or by emailing Keisha at livingwellnow at gmail.com Now back to our show. <laughs> Welcome to the next and today, for today's show, the last segment of Living Well here on A2Zen.fm, I'm Keisha Clark, your host and your resident spellcaster and invitation to wordy nerdness or nerdy wordness, whatever we want to play with that. Welcome back. Welcome forward to, wow, new possibilities with words. And I want to tell you about a couple things before we jump back into the conversation and it involves lots of really cool, yummy, awesome words <laughs> and conversations that uh, the possibilities of playing with myself and my beautiful sister goddess, Rhonda Burns, are approaching very soon. And Lily's moving some more energy for us. Thank you, Lois. <laughs> um, and that is the first thing is coming up here April 19th is the, the kickoff day for our um, 10 days of having sex with the universe. Yes, sex is a very interesting word, isn't it? <laughs> and Rhonda and I will be co-facilitating uh, 10 days of conversation and tools and uh, awarenesses and invitations to choosing into and, and asking into and allowing into more of what the energies of sex have to offer you beyond the conventional definitions and applications that we have been um, experiencing for most of our time here. And what else is possible with all of that? So we will have conversations about bodies, about earth, about food, about all kinds of yummy stuff. So that comes up on April 19th. The link to join that 10-day uh, summit is on this replay page. All you have to do is scroll down and click. And... Ah, it's ten dollars. Ten dollars. So a dollar a day, you get to be having sex with the universe. Not that you can't do that if you don't pay a dollar a day, <laughs> but if you want to do that with our ten-day summit of the summit, you you just it's ten dollars. How does it get even awesomer than that? And another fabulous uh, possibility to play with that is going to be launching in May. Uh, we will begin airing our show, uh, another collaborative venture I have with my beautiful, amazing, talented, lovely, delightful, and delicious Rhonda Burns. 
Uh, it's called Sexually Speaking. Yes, I said Sexually Speaking. And it will be a weekly show. It will air via a web webcast, and you will be able to join it live if you will join our list so that we can send you the link to the show. It will be adult, quote-unquote, conversation, <laughs> relatively speaking. And um, so we've just put some things in place to allow to ourselves to create a space that we can have all kinds of conversations where nothing is off limits, where anyone can call in and either bring a topic up for discussion or have facilitation or both. And we will, of course, be bringing topics to the table to have conversations about in order, well, all toward the target that we have of changing the way sex is done on this planet. So if you would like to be joining us weekly for that, you'll be getting all of the details as we finalize everything as we get closer into May. And all you need to do is click on that link, which is also located on this replay page, um, Conversations with Keisha and Rhonda. And you will be on the list, you will get the link, and you can join us live, and you can also enjoy the replays. So, um, yeah, interesting words come up around the energies of sex. <laughs> and... Wow, one of the things for me, um, there's another word that I find kind of fun. Oh, yes, thank you, Rhonda, for reminding To play with us in sexually speaking for, for the show, sexually speaking, that is totally free other than if you will just exchange your email to us so that we can actually let you know all the details for that. So we're fastly approaching the uh, last few minutes of today's show, and I'm totally perceiving and aware that there's so much energy moving around this whole communication thing. So let me just offer you this firstly, folks. Everywhere you are trying to make yourself get it right, would you be willing to let go of all of the need to get something right? And would you be willing to just firstly show up as you, show up with you, show up to you, and let yourself have the experience of playing with the energies that are available to you. And you will find the words. And if, as I said earlier, if something has been created that you really don't like, please know you, my beautiful friends, have the, the power and the potency and the capacities and the capabilities to change it. And I am living proof of that. <laughs> so, yeah. So another one of the words that comes up um, that I love to play with is weird. And that word is often used as a sort of a separating type of, um, to, to separate ourselves. I'm weird or that's weird or don't be weird or you're getting weird on me is a, a way that that word is frequently used. And I just would like to offer you, uh, again, referring to the online etymology dictionary, ta-da, weird as an adjective actually is from um, around the 1400s, uh, sometime in there. And it, it refers to having power to control fate from the word weird um, and as a noun from Old English spelled W-Y-R-D, which I kind of like. <laughs> of course, I would like that. Um, it refers to fate, chance, fortune, or destiny, or the fates, as in the goddesses. And literally, it is that which comes. And that's from the uh, Proto-Germanic -German uh, word that I can't quite pronounce, <laughs> spelled W-U-R-T-H-I-Z, 
Um, then there's an, also an old Saxon word which is referring to fate. The Norse word also refers to fate. So isn't it interesting that we have all of these energies that really don't have to do with separation. They really have to do with a power and a potency and a capability or a capacity that we could be tapping into. So everywhere you've been using weird and calling yourself weird as a way of separating yourself, would you be willing to actually tap into the energies of weird and would you be willing to claim, own, and acknowledge your weirdness could just be something wonderful? Might just be something wonderful, yeah. And another word I hear um, a lot is, oh golly, is it? do we bring this up? Is it really appropriate at this time? Let me check. Uh, you know what? I think probably a go-to is going to be more I'll save that word for another day. Um, and one that we use, probably the most popular word that we use, and it, it comes in so many contexts and contextual applications, is the word love. Um, and, and I've talked about this on shows before. Are you using the word love uh, to be an invitation or to be a separation? So how many times are you using that word? And another one of the words um, is but, B-U-T. And I know there have been several of our hosts have some really great shows about using the word but and having awareness around but and all the buts you're using to stop yourself. <laughs> so those are some fun things to be aware of. And I have become more friendly using the word and, A-N-D. And we had a great um, – we had a great show, I believe it was a week ago this past Wednesday, um, with Megan Silito and Suzanne Stoffer on their show, Love, Life, and All Things Weird. There's that word. And, well, there's two of those words, Love, Life, and All Things Weird. Um, great show about that. So, so if you are ready to change what you're creating, my friends, what I'm inviting you to is explore the words and explore them without making them significant. What if you could have fun with your words? What if you could have fun with giving yourself all kinds of titles and play with the energy of those words and just try them on for a day or an hour? And what if you could remove everywhere that a word has to lock you into a committed anything and just let it be a way that you play? So what are you wor your words for? What are you creating with your words? And would you like to create something different? Yeah. And if you want to come play with me more, you can always find me on Facebook. And I would be delighted and honored to share new words with you and facilitate you to tapping into new energies for yourself. So always, always, always know you are awesome. I adore you. And I'm looking forward to playing with you again next week and in April and in May. Thank you for listening in today to Living Well with your host, Keisha Clark. You are invited to join us every Friday at 11 a.m. Eastern Time, 10 a.m. Central, 9 a.m. Mountain, and 8 a.m. Pacific on A2Zen.fm. In the meantime, what would it take for you to be choosing more of the abundance and prosperousness of you and living well with total ease?